comes to mind when you hear the term alternative medicine? I think of uh, acupuncture, herbs, massage. Have you ever gotten your aura red? Uh, I took a sporkle quiz once and I got blue, but I've never had it professionally done. <laughs> what about crystal healing? What do you think of that? I like the way they look. I don't know if I believe it makes any difference. Who do I talk to about collecting workers' comp for the month of November? Hey guys, it's Megan Collins, a style girlfriend, back for another episode of Undressed. Now, I don't know about you, but I personally have been having a pretty hard time concentrating lately. Lately being like since a certain presidential election came and went with surprising results. Here's what happens. I go on Twitter. I read something terrible. I get appalled. I feel distracted. I get back to work. I go back on Twitter again. Lather, rinse, repeat, you know? Now, could I simply cut myself off from the world around me, at least, you know, during business hours? Sure, I suppose. And I've thought about it, or at least I've thought about sort of imposing restrictions, you know, setting some time limits for news consumption. There's apps for that. I, I know there are. But the thing is, the problem, well, the news, really, will just continue to exist, to be created, right? Every day, multiple times per day, in fact, my regularly scheduled programming of scrolling through pictures of Mahershala Ali looking handsome for my job uh, will be interrupted by world events that, as a woman, as a citizen who values the rights I thought we all collectively agreed upon already, could be distressing, right? You know? I can't sign off Twitter forever. <sighs> my point is, it's upsetting. To me, if you are, I don't know, a fat cat who hates human rights and the principles that this country was founded on, then you're probably rolling in happiness, like Scrooge McDuck jumping into his money vault, right? Actually, you probably have a money vault, don't you? That must be cool. But don't the coins hurt when you dive into them? Anyways, I digress. My point is, I've had a really hard time feeling focused and centered for more than a few months now. And the result is that my productivity, it goes down and it's starting to kind of affect my ability to get through the day and my normal coping mechanisms, you know, maybe a drink at the end of a hard day, a bath, those really aren't appropriate at, say, 11 a.m. or noon or 1. That's why I was psyched to discover Deborah Hannykamp while searching for alternative methods to de-stress online. Also known as Mama Medicine, Deborah is a seeress with almost 20 years of experience in the healing arts. FYI, a seeress is, and I quote, a woman endowed with profound moral and spiritual insight or knowledge, a wise person or sage who possesses intuitive powers. Sounds pretty cool, right? That's what I thought. I was like, I'm in. Let's try to get me back on track. So I went to see her and you know what? You guys know I'm all for a good sort of hippy-dippy woo-woo course of action for bettering the mind, body, and soul. I mean, heck, some of you guys think that simply seeing a therapist is woo-woo. So buckle up. I hit her up for one of her signature medicine readings. I hit up Deborah for a medicine reading, ironically, on the day of the inauguration back in January. She read my aura, there was energy balancing, crystals happened, sound therapy, intentions were set. It was a whole thing. I found super fascinating. So I, of course, wanted to get her on here to share some of her woo-woo with you. 
The way I see it, it can only help to seek out alternative, read, non-drug, non-alcohol methods for trying to be well and engage in self-care. Oh, whoever has self-care in their style. Girlfriend Bingo just got a middle point, didn't they? But really, Eastern and Western medicine and methods go hand in hand in terms of how I take care of myself. And I just think that more guys would probably do well to do the same, right? It's not just the drink at the end of the day. It's not just, you know, the workout in the morning. I think that there's more that all of us can do to take care of ourselves and to try to live as balanced of a life as possible, especially if you have Twitter. So I'm really excited that you guys are going to enjoy this conversation with Deborah. This episode is brought to you by Evolution of Style. With over a thousand fine Italian fabrics to choose from and custom jacket linings, you've got literally unlimited possibilities to create your perfect suit. But first, my conversation with Deborah Hannikamp. Hey, Deborah. Hi. It's so nice to have you here, and it's been so long, but that's because you've been very busy. Tell everyone what it is you do and how you got into it. So I'm a seeress, and I offer something called medicine readings, which is an offering that's completely unique to me. It's a personal ceremony that includes crystal healing, sound healing, breathing, and also just my natural ability to see auras. I got into it from, you know, just a, at a very early age, I realized that not everyone could see auras. I became like very mystical from that. And right around the time that I was 17, I started studying Zen meditation and Zen meditation opened me up very strongly spiritually. Then I traveled back and forth to Thailand over the course of five years and studied Reiki and psychic surgery and chakra balancing. And then um, I traveled back and forth to Peru to the Peruvian Amazon for eight years and I studied Amazonian shamanism. And then when I got back, became a mom, I found a way to integrate my natural ability to see auras or the colors and shapes around people with all of these different traditions that I deeply love and respect. And so that's the the precipice of a medicine reading. I love it. You've led a more interesting life than like me times a billion. And I... I'm obsessed. Start with talking about when you realized you could see auras and and explain what that means. Since I was a kid, I would always see like colors and shapes around people. And I didn't realize that not everybody was seeing that too. And then around the time I was eight, eight years old, I started talking to people about like the different colors around them. And they were like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and um, my parents were just kind of like, oh, that's a nice imagination. But it was really real for me. It's it's interesting. It's like a whole nother language I learned to speak. And I think like naturally as a child, I understood it. Like some, some people would have colors around them and I would be like, oh, I don't really want to be around this person started reading books and stuff about auras it would it would say like this color means this that color means that and I I found myself becoming a little bit judgmental about like what the different colors were that people had around them I think it's really interesting that you said that you started to feel judgmental but Mm -hmm. couldn't you also just sort of see that as when I'm around people with negative energy I don't want to be around them I mean you don't have to be able to see auras to be able to tell that someone's kind of a bummer right totally I I try you know with friends and and family especially not to like 
look too deeply into any of that mm. and only use it for when people are coming and they're asking my opinion about what I'm seeing around. <laughs> so when did you decide to make this your career? Well, basically, it's kind of the only thing that I can do. And I just happened to be able to do it really well. It it was a sort of like gradual process. So I've always had work with like helping people. I had my own yoga studio and healing center pretty in alignment with what I'm doing now. So it's always kind of been like a career path, but Reiki wasn't like quite my thing. Yoga wasn't quite my thing, but this is just like very natural for me. I feel like that's very X-Men of you. It's like you accepted this like power and you're going to use it for good, not try to hide yeah. it. With this work, I have a lot of confidence in it because it's just so very natural to me. And anything else that I, I tried, like even teaching yoga actually just was not, I could do it and I could teach like a good yoga class, but not with like a lot of confidence because it didn't feel just like extremely natural to me. Do you th- it's a it's like a net positive though that people are getting more into sort of alternative methods to find themselves or to sort of find deeper meaning in the, themselves in the world around them. Absolutely, it's so exciting for me. I think it's wonderful that people are are looking outside of the box to find their balance and their healing. You know, outside of like traditional ways of doing things and and realizing that there's more to life than just like you go to school, you get married, you get your job. There's so much more. So why do people come to you? I mean, I'm sure, you know, there could be a million people with a million different reasons. But what do you see as sort of your your draw? Well, I think that a lot of people come when they're just like seeking, getting in balance, like something will feel a little off, but they can't quite put their finger on what it is. They'll come in and they'll say, I feel stuck. And so we'll sit together. I'll look and see what's happening. And I'll say, okay, I think it might be, you know, this or that, that is making you feel stuck. And then we'll talk about that and we'll talk about how to remove that that feeling. And what would you say specifically to a guy who is skeptical about that kind of thing? I would say skeptics are welcome. It's very fun to do things that are out of your comfort zone. And um, by doing things that we wouldn't normally do, we learn so much about ourselves. So even if you come and you're like, okay, that experience was totally bogus, then you, you learn something about yourself through that, you know? I like Definitely that. won't hurt anything. Yeah, yeah. that's true. <laughs> You're not going to make anybody walk across hot coals or anything like that. No. <laughs> Today's episode is sponsored by Evolution of Style. The LA-based custom suiting company was started by a friend of mine, actually, John Mustick, and has a pivotal role in Style Reference origin story, you guys. It was actually John who, when he was first starting out and I was just getting out of the advertising game, said, hey Megan, I know you're looking to do some freelance writing. How about writing a weekly column on Guy's Style for, for me? And you know, the rest, as they say, is history. They offer a superior bespoke suiting for the every guy with consultants who know how to help you define a style that's just for you. Whether you're choosing a once in a lifetime look for your wedding day or a suit that can go from work to weekend, they've got your back. And you wanna talk custom? 
they can line your jacket with literally any image you want from your favorite team's logo to literal works of art. Evolution of Style clients are in good company. With sports stars like Kevin Durant, Donovan McNabb, Brandy Moss, Matt Leinart, all wearing their designs. Like I said, pretty cool. Interested? Head to evolutionofstyle.com to learn more and book your fitting today. So I want to go through a list of things with you, some of which I think you do, some that I don't know. But I want to sort of get your like bullshit meter on these different things. And then if you are, you know, pro whatever it is, explain why you like it or how someone can sort of incorporate that into their own rituals or their own habits of of like self-care and whatnot. Yeah, sure. We're going to start with an easy one. (laughs) Crystals. Crystals are amazing because they connect us to the earth and they ground us and they are, they are of the earth. So I give a thumbs up to crystals. Is there any one crystal that's like general, like good for everybody crystal? I think that everyone should have some selenite. Selenite is good just for like cleansing the home, cleansing your aura. You never have to do anything to clear it. It just kind of clears itself. So selenite is a good, good across the board crystal. I like it. Essential oils. Essential oils as aromatherapy are great. I'm not too keen on people taking them internally. In in some cases, in some extreme cases, I think, think it can be helpful. I think that it's too concentrated of a plant to take internally. Again, is there any essential oil that's sort of a good do-it-all? Hmm. Well, I think because we're talking about for men, I really think sandalwood would be really nice to get into like a calm meditative place or or cedarwood. And there's plenty of scents out there that incorporate both those notes. So that's that's nice and easy. Yeah. I like that. How about voodoo dolls? Oh, uh, I wouldn't <laughs> I wouldn't go near it. Do you believe in that kind of black magic? Like do you think that it's possible to inflict harm on someone by like thinking bad thoughts about them? I think that um what black magic uses is the power of intention. And I think that if we have bad intentions towards someone, it's harming them. Whether we're making like a voodoo doll or not, it's it's a harmful thing. The worst energy we can send towards someone is jealousy or, or envy. It's very it's very harmful for the person sending it. It's very harmful for the person receiving it. Um, so like voodoo doll or, or not, I think just maybe stay away from bad intentions. What do you think about all of those like witches that convened to like put that binding spell on Trump? I think that it's sort of trying to fight fire with fire. Mm. I think that if you want to like neutralize the energy that Trump is creating in the world, then you have to cultivate more love within yourself and let that radiate out to everyone around you. So fight fire with love, not fire. Yeah. Okay, next one. Herbs. Well, herbs are, yeah, yes, big green light. Okay. Um, just maybe if you're just starting out with herbs, just start with one herb at a time. And I would recommend just drinking like nettles tea at night because nettles is good for almost anything that ails you. And it's also a very tasty tea. 
tarot? I think that if you're going to ask me about astrology too, I'm going to give you the same answer. Oh yeah, astrology is farther down the list. Yeah, gimme, gimme. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Here's the thing. I think that only maybe like 30% of life can be chopped up to like predestination and the stars that you are born under or what is in your card. Or if you asked someone, I think probably only 30% of that could be accurate because 30% of life I think is predestined and the other 70% is free will. So like the bottom line, no matter what is in your tarot cards or what stars you were born under, you are still the master of your destiny. How about meditation? I think meditation is extremely, extremely important if you are seeking balance and clarity and grounding in your life. So basically, it's important for everyone because we all need that, right? (laughs) Well, as a primer, I mean, where can people start with meditation if that feels like something that can, you know, seem overwhelming or, you know, like they're not going to quote unquote do it right? I think just try like being in a room with as little electronics as possible, sit in silence, have your eyes open or have your eyes closed, whatever feels more natural for you, and just count your breath, inhaling one, exhaling two, inhaling three, exhaling four, until you get to 10, and then start back at one again. You personally had any like crazy experiences from meditation? Like, do you get, are you able to get into a meditative trance, anything like that? I have had as intense experiences in meditation as I've had in ayahuasca ceremonies. Yeah. So yes, absolutely. You know, absolutely. For beginners, that can feel a a ways off because I think that, you know, as someone who meditates regularly and regularly has to fight the frustration of feeling like oh, I noticed I'm thinking again. Oh, I noticed I'm thinking again. I think it can feel so far off to feel like you actually will be able to clear your mind or sort of get to a different level or a different state just, you know, sitting there. And so that's, I feel like that's actually really encouraging. Yeah. I think that also it's a little bit culturally hard for us to meditate because we are always like striving towards what's next and, and there has to be like a point or a goal for something. But the, the trick with meditating is to not try to do anything at all, you know? Well, that brings me to my last thing. And it's so it's sort of the opposite of silence. What do you think about sound therapy? I think that sound is a really powerful vibration. And we realize that, for example, when we're on a plane and we hear the the crying baby and like you you can feel everybody on the plane wants to do something for the baby to make it stop crying you know because we hear that sound and it brings us so much pain to hear it and so just as sound can be kind of disruptive sound can also be very very healing and very balancing is there any again is there any sound that's sort of soothing to everyone or does everyone sort of get off on their own ohm or like sound or you know chant whatever it might be i think that nature is the the best sound so like listening to the waves coming in and out from the ocean or like when dusk 
and you're, you know, upstate or something like that, just, just listening to nature is the most healing sounds. As someone who lives in Manhattan, that's like, I know you're right, but it's still sort of discouraging because I'm like, oh, like thinking about what it sounds like when I open my window at my apartment on like the Lower East Side slash Chinatown. And it's just, you know, police cars and noise, like just yeah. street noise. Like how do how do us city dwellers get ourselves into a, a nature state if we can't, like you said, get upstate or get to the beach? I think going to sound baths, are it, it can be a really nice experience sound baths or you know going to hear music like last year for my birthday I went to the Met and I listened to the New York Philharmonic Orchestra do a rendition of the ocean so they were making all their instruments just sound like the ocean yeah and it was incredibly healing and it was like in the center of the city you know so I think that actually, like, even though on a day-to-day basis we're inundated with kind of nasty city sounds, we also have the ability to experience so many amazing, creative, very healing musicians, um, even if they're not trying to be healing. You know, anyone who is anyone who is really just, like, expressing a gift that they have with an instrument is, is healing to listen to. Right. So even if that instrument is a voice, just, like, listening to, like, Beyonce could be healing yeah totally (laughs) Beyonce can be totally healing (laughs) Beyonce healed me before for sure (laughs) a lot of guys might be put off by you know we both use the term woo woo which is like it sounds pejorative but I don't think it necessarily has to be but I think that men specifically can get either put off or intimidated or feel like this type of alternative you know therapy whatever you want to call it isn't for them because they're like well I'm I'm stressed or I I have a real life like I you know I can't just like sit around and do yoga all day what would you say to the guy who thinks that oh wow (laughs) follow me around for a day (laughs) (laughs) but do you know what I mean like literally for even as something as simple as yoga I feel like guys don't do it because they're like like it's so like oh man like we're you know so chill like I think that that can feel off-putting so how would you (laughs) yeah I guess convince people that you're also just like a normal person just like them who also has like good days and bad days. I think that maybe one of the reasons why my work has been so successful is because of my like approachability and ability to meet people with where they're at. And so like if somebody comes and they've never even taken a second to take like a deep breath in their life, I'm not going to tell them, okay, I think you need to go on a silent meditation retreat. I'm going to work, work with them where they're at. And as for me in general, it's, you know, I'm like a working mom. I'm a business owner. You know, I, I have like my family life. I have like things that I deal with just like everybody else on a daily basis. But I think that my outlook and my perspective to what is coming up is what keeps me balanced. So it's sort of about like the attitude with which you take on setbacks. Yeah. That's also because I've been meditating for 17 years and know how to like kind of manage my stress and these kinds of things. I like to sort of live my life as like proof of the work that I'm doing, um, but still be very much of this world. You can be a medicine <laughs> mama and still listen to Beyonce. Yeah. <laughs> 
So before I let you go, I'm going to ask you what we ask all of our guests on Undressed, and that was, what was your first million bucks moment? I actually think that might have just happened recently uh, when my husband was on the computer and he was like, look at this. And I saw this thing on Vogue.com where they described me as fashion's favorite healer. Ooh. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, that's pretty cool. <laughs> that's a really good one. Were you wearing like a couture gown in the picture or anything no it was just like (laughs) mentioning my name one day there will be couture gowns though that would be (laughs) i want to know where can people find you like if guys have been listening to this and they're like you know what i want to i want to see what this is all about i want a medicine reading where can they find you what can you do for them whether they're in new york or otherwise so you can find me on mamamedicine.nyc or on Instagram at Mama Medicine. And you can just go ahead and book an appointment to come in person or through Skype. I work the same in person and Skype? Yeah, I think so. I, I don't think it really matters that much. Perfect. Well, okay, guys, I encourage all of you to reach out to Deborah. She and I met, like I said, on literally Inauguration Day, which, I mean, talk about need to have your, I don't know, your energy <laughs> sorted. <laughs> um, but she's amazing. Deborah, thank you so much for being here, and we'll talk to you soon. That was Deborah Hannikamp. I hope you guys enjoyed that conversation as much as I did. Like I said, I think that Deborah is fascinating, and I think that anything that any of us want to do to better ourselves, to feel better, to feel more balanced is a good thing. So if you are intrigued, if you're even just the slightest bit curious, I totally recommend reaching out to her and seeing what she might be able to do for you. I hope you guys enjoyed the conversation and hearing a little bit more from inside my mind. If you liked this episode, please do go rate and review us on iTunes and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and tell your friends, tell everybody, write it on the chalkboard at school tomorrow, put it in the Xerox machine at work and just have like a hundred copies printed out. I don't know. Spread the word. We appreciate it. This episode is brought to you by Evolution of Style. You can get a custom suit from them. They're great at evolutionofstyle.com. Thank you guys. You're great too. I'm Megan Collins, a style girlfriend. This has been Undressed, and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks, girl.